Hey guys, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Nick. And this is Get Busy Flying, a super casual podcast about us both getting our private pilot's licenses. Is this, is that how you say it? Private pilot license. Yeah, so this is how it's going to go. Basically, after every single one of our lessons, we get together as a married couple and chat about our experiences. We hope you like the journey. So to start this episode out today, I have to share with you, Nick, something that I learned that is absolutely absurd that I imagine all of our pilot friends um, must be like, like one of those little irk things. Do you know, I just learned yesterday that we're not actually getting our private pilot's licenses. There's no such thing. What are you we getting? What are we getting? Our private pilot certificate. Oh. They were very specific in the lesson I just did yesterday about it. Uh, licenses are for things like hunting and boating. <laughs> like it's permission to do something. You're getting a certificate. And so I just thought that was really funny, especially since like our whole intro to this podcast is like, oh, yeah, we're getting our private pilot's licenses. We're going to have to change it now to saying this. We're getting certificated. So I thought you would be interested in that because I feel like a month into my studying of our ground school, I finally am on to the the. Overview of what's going to happen to you, chapter, a month in. So, yeah. We don't know shit. We don't know shit. The fact that they allow us to even fly an airplane with an instructor next to us still blows my mind. It's ridiculous. And the fact that they are going to let us, that we're basically both cleared to fly an airplane without anybody next to us. Scary. <laughs> shocks me even more (laughs) that's so shocking all right on to the rest of the episode hey hey what's going on man what a great day of flying today was oh yeah i spent three and a half hours in an airplane today too bad you can't log all that time no i'm definitely enjoying this wine though because that's a lot of time cheers That's a lot of time to spend in an airplane. So, I got 1.5 hours this morning with John. I had a nice uh, early lesson. Nice. And, oh, oh my God. I had so much fun. What are you doing? I had... I probably had my most favorite fun lesson today that I've ever had. Um... We did a shit ton of landings. We just stayed in the pattern. Um, I mean, basically, I'm still trying to prove to John or show John where I'm at, you know? And what was it, two days ago that you flew with me and I had my shitty day of landings at Hemet and I did three go-arounds and almost hit a coyote? Well, today I had some of my best landings ever and, um, I mean, just had a blast He didn't have to really, like, help me or do anything, really. Um, Except the one thing that he helped me with today was he put a post-it note over all of my gauges. And that was fucking awesome. Like, what, 
What a difference going by feel instead of having to look and check to make sure that what you're feeling is what you're seeing. I mean, he wouldn't even let me uh, take off with my airspeed indicator or my, yeah, my airspeed. Like, he's like, you know what, you know what it feels like to take off? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're fucking right. I mean, just, just awesome. A couple times he pulled my power out, like, okay. Like, we're on downwind, you just lost your engine, and, like, made me fly in with no power, and, um, I had really great flares today, I didn't have to do a single go-around, oh, no, I lied, I did, I had to do a go-around, because somebody decided to do a full stop, and then get off the runway at the end, he freaking just drove all the way down to the end of the runway to get off, Knowing there was somebody behind him. That's nice of him. <laughs> I know. I was like, really? Anyway, so the last second I had to do go around. But, dude, I just had the best time today. And we practiced short field landings. So where you have to, like, throw the brakes on pretty good. We uh, we practiced. We did two of those. Um, and then we practiced, what's it called? Soft field landing. Which I loved you're basically just landing on their back two wheels and then you do a fucking wheelie as long as you possibly can like we came in super slow i you know i think i had 40 degrees of flaps came in the slowest i possibly could and just wheelied i probably wheelied on the ground for like a thousand feet nice yeah it was sweet and then like took back off uh he did tell me that you can do like a short field I'm sorry, a soft field touch and go where you just keep your front wheel up and then take off again. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, I want to try that. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I haven't I, done that yet. I feel like I've been trying to do that on every single one of my landings. Like that was something Nathan taught me was play a little game with yourself. See how long you can keep. First of all, see how long you can keep your wheels from touching just in general. And then, second of all, see how long you can keep your front nose from coming, like, coming down. Yeah. So, I think that, just thinking about my landings like that has been part of why I, I think I have fairly decent touchdowns. Because that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Like, longer, 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 yeah. longer, longer. And then just let it touch down. But, dude, we had fun. And then, at the last minute, we had maybe 20 minutes left. And we flew out into the practice area. And we practiced some slips. Which... I've been wanting to practice up high to get really comfortable with them because I've done some down low. Like that's when you, you basically like side slide into landing to lose altitude real quick. But I get nervous doing it low because I haven't really felt it out up high much. It's always like, try one now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're on final. You're like all locked and loaded. Yeah, I'm locked and loaded and I don't know. And like, you're turning your plane completely to be uncoordinated. So yeah. you're, you're... You're turning sideways. You're turning your plane as far out of coordination as possible. Yeah, like you're put, you're, pointing your, you're pointing your nose one way and then dipping... Like, let's say you're, you point your nose all the way to the right and dip your fucking left wing in and you just come in freaking screaming in sideways. But you're not screaming. That's the thing. You maintain your airspeed. Yeah. But... But it is very you, uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. And then coming out of it, I didn't, I haven't, the couple that I've done close to landing, I just, uh-huh. I came out of it really wonky and scared. And yeah. anyway, so we did a bunch of them up high and it, I needed to do that. Like, I, I think I've done one up high. Yeah, I feel, I feel great about it. 
I've had to do a couple. I've come in high, and I've fucking just been like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm too high. I'm gonna have to go around." So I'm, I just, I just throw a slip in there, like one way or another. If I can't slip it right, then I know I'm going around, and you know, it gives you like, it's either or, right? Yeah, it's it's either or. So So one of the things that made me feel really good today is that um, part way through the lesson, uh, John's like. Okay, so next lesson, we're going to a tower to airport. Like, you're super ready. And then about five minutes after that, he's like, so from everything that I've seen today, I am definitely confident and ready for you to do solos. Like, you are so ready for that. And even though my last instructor, quote unquote, cleared me for solo to do solos, what, seven hours ago, I didn't. I didn't trust that I knew what I needed to know. I actually felt ready. I actually did. Um, but it was nice to hear it from him. And he didn't just say it in the in the phraseology of, you know, I think it'd be good to do solos now. No, he was like, dude, you're fucking ready. Like, everything that I've seen, you're super ready. So that made me feel really good. And, of course, I told him all of the things that I feel like I would be confident doing. Staying in the pattern coming out to the practice area, going back in, I would feel comfortable and confident going to Hemet by myself and coming back. Um, no problem. Like, I, I doubt that's what he would clear me for in solos right away. I mean, I don't see why not. maybe afterward or get the endorsement for, I don't know. But, um, and then he said, oh, I'm really glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that you're confident with that. And like, dude, I've got like 22 hours now of flying. And I felt like I would be capable of doing that at about the 15 hour mark so uh i now have like a lot more comfortability under my belt i feel like i've kind of i've overdone it a little bit for where i'm at and that's what you do honey that is what i do i overdo it all to make sure you're (laughs) super confident it is totally what i do huh Mm -hmm. yeah because confidence is everything you know what i do is if i get scared i quit yeah. Like to me, getting scared. See, I just fake it till I make it. You do, fucking send it, dude. Fucking send it, <laughs> bruh. It's true. You fake it till you make it, and I want to make sure I'm ready for stuff. I yeah. mean, dude, there's a lot at stake. I actually think it's absurd. It's absurd. What's, what's the worst that happens? Uh, you, uh, you die. Kill a bunch of people when you crash Fuck into them. the Del Taco. Um, People that eat at Del Taco need to die. (laughs) (laughs) Be doing those fuckers a favor. Oh, my God. Just kidding. Disclaimer, I'm just kidding. I apologize for my husband's um, ridiculousness. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it is kind of absurd. I I think it's equally absurd that we let skydivers in some places solo at eight jumps. Yeah. I, I think it's absurd. P- like, my bl- blows my mind. Uh, especially after working at Sky of Chicago for so long, where it takes 18 jumps to get soloed. Like, that's more like it. So, anyway. Anyways. Anyway. I felt so good. I was so happy when I left today. It was really wonderful. And well, congratulations on your amazing day of flying yeah so monday i'm either going to do my first solos or 
I'm going to go and fly to a towered airport with him. And um, I'm going to choose, and I think it's just going to depend on the wind. I want to do my first couple solos when it's kind of calm. Ideal conditions. Yeah, I do. I want to break that sweet confidence you have. No, I don't. I want to be... I think I could do it, but I want to set myself up for success and confidence. So if it's turbulent or funky at noon on Monday, well, then I'm going to say let's go over to Ramona and practice, you know, flight following and talking to air traffic control and flying in and out and around of a towered airport. So that's my plan. I don't really want to solo until um, it's ideal conditions so yep and then what we i came home and then i went back to the airport today with nick to fly with him on his lesson and that was so awesome yeah that was super awesome (laughs) we did our first cross country Woo! so we flew from french valley to apple valley which oddly enough is the same airport that my brother works out of which i did not know I wish um, he was there today. Yeah, it would have been cool if we did that on a day where he was there. We would have stopped and said, what's up? But I got to see his helicopter hanging out in the... Uh, CHP area. In the CHP area. But wow, wow, what a beautiful flight. Yeah, you fly... You know what was really cool is that we, we got flight following. And for me, one of the first, other than my first cross country, was I got handed off to several different um, approach people. So... You start out with March approach. I start, yeah, I started out with March approach. Then they handed me off to um, SoCal approach, and then they gave me the option to connect to Apple Va- or to Joshua. Uh, Joshua Tree approach. Which on the way there, I did not choose to. Um, I just I just walked VFR and, and went back to doing my own thing. Um, but on the way back, we started with Joshua Tree, and then they handed us off to Mar- or to SoCal. I don't SoCal. think you say Tree. I think you just say oh, Joshua whatever. approach. Whatever. <laughs> Joshua tree approach. <laughs> Joshua. Yo, Joshua, you there? Uh, um, but anyways, flying over the, you know, you fly over the fucking Big Bear, basically. You're just to the... No, you fly over Lake Arrowhead. Oh, that's what I was just getting at. But thank you. Go ahead and talk. Go ahead and tell me about it. <laughs> well, I was the one watching where we were going. You were doing other things. Okay. No, so, sorry. Yeah, we flew right over Lake Arrowhead. Yeah, we flew over Lake Arrowhead. So we went over those mountains and then went to Apple Valley, which is near Victorville. And it's pretty cool to, to fly over mountains where it's like beautiful green. And then you come up over the top there and then you just see all the meth labs out <laughs> out in the desert. It really did feel like we were descending into the armpit of California from one of the most beautiful sceneries. Wow. So how high? I forget what... what we went we up to 8,500 feet. We were at 8,000 No, 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 7,500, sorry. We went to 7,500 on the way out there, and we were going to go... I think we went to 8,500 on the way out there. I'm positive. You could be right. And then we were going we to go to 9. you're right. And then we went to 75, because that piece of shit plane wouldn't climb that high. It took forever. Yeah. With a f- I can't even imagine, you know, I switched to the 172. I'm not even sure we could have done that in the 150. Now, maybe we could have because it's less weight. And we would have spent the whole time climbing. Um, you know, I, fuck, who knows? I'm just glad I'm in the 172. That would have been a real bitch to climb. But uh, to, to climb 
in the 150. We probably might have had to do a circle or something to get up high enough. Yeah. Because when you take off out of Apple Valley, I mean, you're to the mountains fairly quickly. But you start higher, and, too, though. Well, yeah, but we still, I spent almost the whole time climbing yeah, that's to true. get to it. That's true. Yeah, that Because our original plan was to go to 95, and by the time we got to 75, we were, I don't know, five miles short of the peak of the mountains. So <laughs> that's that's <laughs> when we, here. yeah, that's when we decided, well, fuck it. There's no point in keeping climbing up. We're, we're basically to the the mountains so anyways it was cool to talk to several approaches i've never done that i've always only just called the the socal approach and they helped me down to palomar they helped me down to ramona and to get handed off to different approaches was cool to hear the different kinds of chatter that was going on was really cool yeah the scenery was amazing i mean yeah flying over the mountains um seeing the the lakes there um, I liked hearing the the jump planes, hearing oh, yeah, Paris hear dropping, Paris. hearing Elsinore dropping. Yeah, when you're up high, you hear a lot more of that. Um, mm-hmm. A lot more of the the traffic going on. Yeah, because when we're in French Valley, we hear Banning dropping all the time, which is odd to me. Didn't even know there was a drop zone there <laughs> until I started flying. Yeah, me too. But it's weird because it's so far away, and but they're on the same frequency anyway. Mm. But to hear to hear the difference between the Elsinore pilots and the Skydive Paris pilots, and hearing how they're announcing that they're skydivers, you know, to keep rogue airplanes out of their airspace was mm. really cool. What is Elsinore? It's moonshine. I think it's moonshine. They call their they call themselves moonshine. That's totally appropriate for Elsinore. <laughs> I love it. But I thought they were very specific about how how to avoid they were very specific. Yeah, the approach was the approach people were like you need to either go east of the freeway or west of this of the lake, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really great. But I don't think it helps cuz we had a plane fly under us while we were jumping Well, that, that was somebody who wasn't on radios. I, I'm assuming, yeah. but you got to be I, on radios to get that that's get true. that communication. Yeah scary <laughs> we almost became the bug we were almost the bug that was a couple months ago but you did really good i thought you yeah. were really good on the radios today you were really good with your flying i was really impressed i mean it it was a solid hour ish getting out there to apple valley and then we got back a lot quicker yeah. i think but um the funny part to me for anybody that knows nick and like just how nick is just you're just so full of life. Anyway, we get back over to French Valley and we've been in the airplane forever. And he's like, so cool. We're going to do some touch and goes now. Well, I was <laughs> like, how much time do we have? Do we have time for a couple touch and goes? Because <laughs> it was a two hour lesson. And then your instructor was like, well, I have an extra hour, you know, so we can do a cross country. And anyway, so we did like three touch and goes. Uh, two. Two touch and goes and then a full stop. I just thought it was funny because I had just got done telling him how much he loves skiing and it's super hard to get you off the mountain because you just want to keep skiing. And and now he got to experience it firsthand, like how much you love flying and it's super hard to get you out of the airplane. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we just did a cross country, but now can we do touch and goes now that we're back home? <laughs> it was awesome. I was so, so stoked for that. That was cool. how it goes. It is how that's that's life with Nick Fenner. So now what did he tell you? He told you something. Oh, yeah. Once so, we were back in the office. 
Yeah, well, I'm, I'm running out of shit to do um, since I don't have my medical. So he's like, well, we can do like the further, like a far cross country. But other than that, like he, he's basically saying like, you need to hurry up and get your medical so that you can, you know, do your solos and do the couple long cross countries. And, and then it's all, I guess, book work or whatever, like getting all the other stuff. But I'm. I'm close to being to that point where we're running out of shit for us to do. He literally said that. Yeah, he said, well, like, you might as well just... Stop booking flights every day is what he <laughs> told me. He's like, we've got a couple more things to do where you need an instructor. And then past that, you got to do your solos and all the other stuff. And, and you know, if you keep booking us for two-hour flights, we're just going to go fly and, you know, keep working on the skills that you have. But there's not a lot more to be mm-hmm. working on. So it's kind of a bummer that, I mean, it's exciting to hear like, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I've arrived at that point, but it's kind of a bummer. Cause I still think my medical is going to take a while. I've got the ball and rolling with everybody. It's just, you know, now it's Saturday and we're going to try again next week. And I feel like we're close, but even once we get all our ducks in a row, we still have to schedule the time, which could take another week or two. Oh, to fly so, with the, the yeah to, to actually now. get the and then once I fly with the examiner, then we've got to apply all that information, all the approvals to the FAA, and that might take another God yeah. knows how long. So it's uh. not like once I even do the check ride or not check ride, but once I fly with somebody that actually has the authority to do the soda, past that I still have to give all that information to FAA and and then yeah. wait for those fuckers to get back to me. So. You just really got too good too quick. That's 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 the problem here. No, the problem the problem <laughs> is I have my feet chopped off. Otherwise, uh, I would be good. Yeah. So whatever yeah. it is, what it is. I I mean, if I got a all my pilot friends out there, anybody got a fucking plane, I can come fly <laughs> with them, so I can just fly around and not pay uh, somebody sixty bucks an hour plus plane costs. Uh, so I can just yeah. stay current. And have fun. You have a brother with one of those. Yeah, he's a busy dude. Yep. Anyway, whatever. I'm so proud I'm of stoked. I'm, I'm having so proud fun. of you. If I got to pay an extra couple hundred dollars to pay for an instructor to come fly with me so that I can still fly, I think I'm just not going to fly every day like we are right now. I think I'll probably cut it down to two or three days a week until we get the medical yeah. stuff. It's getting <clears> a little costly. Yeah. I don't even want to mention how much money you just asked me for to pay our goddamn credit card. <laughs> yeah, so we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, uh, we're going to start a Patreon, so if any <laughs> no. of you guys want to... <laughs> no, we're not. Negative. 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 On that note, I uh, can't wait to fly on Monday. Yeah, Monday, Monday, Monday. Alright, All right. see you guys later. <laughs>